Freaks. It's Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, holy blasphemy on a sperm cracker, Batman. Why shooting off fireworks inside of an enclosed theater is a bad idea. Rebuking shoppers in the name of Jesus Christ and arrested while attending a cunt brunch. All coming up today. You still don't understand what our children are up against? Let me read you something that was posted on our message boards from someone who claims to be a member of a known pedophile network. It said this, he doesn't forgive, he does not forget, his group has over 9,000 penises and they're all raping children. Still don't understand. Let me read you something that was posted on our message board from someone who claims 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 to be a pedophile. What does the scouter say about his power level? Nine nine thousand. Still don't understand. What does the scouter say about his power level? It's over nine thousand. So I want you to go. They use the internet. So I want you to know it's over nine thousand. Nine thousand penises. Still don't understand nine thousand penises. They use the internet. Let me read you something that was posted, posted, posted on our passport. Let me read you something from someone who claims to claim to be a pedophile. I now have nine thousand charred rings at the base of my penis. Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. I'm a mommy! I'm a mommy! And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. I'm a sucker for other people's pain. I was only like 10 minutes getting home last night. How do you think I'd absolutely been raped? Yes! Tim Henson back here with you finally for your Wednesday episode of DV. Uh, If you're not Sideshow members and you're not on Twitter, you might not know this. Uh, but I haven't been feeling well the last couple of days. Apparently, Lord Douche brought back something from Florida, a bug. Uh, and so uh, we, we both felt like crap. I finally managed to eke out an episode uh, yesterday for Sideshow Freaks. Uh, and so it was a surprisingly good one. I really rallied. Let's pat myself on the back for doing my job. Uh, the problem is uh, now every subsequent episode this week is going to be running late. So I apologize for that. The good news is I've got a bunch of amazing audio to share with you. Uh, Many uh, pieces of porn. So, you know, you came on a good day if you're horny, I guess. Although none of the clips I ever feature are particularly hot, right? This is like disgusting porn. Unless you're a borderline criminal sexual deviant, I don't think you're going to be getting off to these clips. Could be wrong, though. Uh, Still, they're funny. They're entertaining. Let's get into it right now. First up. Uh, We have featured Satanist sex uh, a bunch over the last year or two. It's like my new favorite fetish. I don't want to get too political here, but I I have noticed that it's mostly gay dudes who are into satanic sex. Come to your own conclusion there. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, you know. Anyway, we featured Raw BB Boy once before on the podcast, and he's back with some new material. But uh, just for a refresher... This guy will do stuff like um, pissing on crucifixes, coming on crucifixes. You know, I have that friend, uh, my my childhood friend growing up who uh, was a very devout Christian. And her mom is like even more uh, of a super religious person. The last text she she ever sent me um, was, I think, earlier this year, maybe last year, 
asking if I've accepted Jesus Christ into my heart and I've turned away from evil. Um, and then I accidentally, I thought I was kind of making fun of her to my friends. I was like, look what this bitch is up to. But I accidentally texted her and she, of course, was mortified. And it also added to her belief that I truly was an evil, <laughs> evil person, right? So I hope she's listening to the show. I hope she's like checking in today. I wonder if Tim has finally accepted the Lord and Savior. Now, featuring satanic porn, here's a guy jizzing on a crucifix. Jesus fucking Christ, open your mouth and get ready to receive my cum, you fuck. It's not like I'm coming on the, the cross, you know? I'm just, you know, I think it's funny. I think it's funny because this guy is so wrong and evil. And hellbound was the one that nailed you to the cross. I would have fucking hit those nails with the intensity of lightning, violating your flesh. And after you died, I would rip you off the cross and I would fuck each hole of the nails made in your body. He has placed this crucifix, by the way, on the Bible, and I can't quite tell what he has written in marker on the pages of the Bible, but I think it's cunt. Come in your heart. Again, just to recap, he wants to nail Jesus himself to the cross and then um, stick his dick in the holes that the, that the nails have made. And also, I think stick his dick in his heart. I don't know. Anyway, so that was a, an older clip from raw bb boy well he's back this year with some new content in this first video he once again is coming on jesus but the cum is being expelled from um, a different source not his cock what am i talking about jesus fucking christ <laughs> we've got a close-up of his wrecked asshole here and in between his fingers he's holding a disc with uh, the word Jesus on it, and maybe a picture of Jesus Christ as well. This may be a communion wafer. <laughs> oh no. This cup. Oh yeah. He's squeezing out jizz from his butt, so uh, he has just been fucked. Oh, taste it, Jesus Christ. Oh, you motherfucking maggot. I got come on, Jesus. Oh, That's the disc says 666 on it. That's positive, come too, God. Oh, yeah, he is HIV positive. I think in the last set of clips that we played, he was trying to get infected, right? He was having, uh, you know, uh, bug chasing sex. It's always nice to see someone accomplishing their goals. I'm such a fucking whore. <sighs> no one's arguing that point. Lap it up, Jesus. He oh, tastes good. Oh, fucking Christ, look. It tastes good to skim it. Oh, God damn, that fresh color on that body. That's fresh color in the body of Jesus. Christ. Oh, it is a communion wafer. What a tasty, cummy treat. God, why come more? <laughs> I'm a whore for cum, you maggot. I don't like that he keeps calling Jesus a faggot. You're the one with a load of sperm in your ass. See, if my religious friend's mom is listening to the show, I have come to Jesus's defense here. I am taking his, with a capital H, uh, his side. Jesus is not a faggot. There. I think I've insured my place in heaven. God, that was beautiful, your son. <laughs> he took a hot, steamy viral load of cum on him. Now, the other new video from our boy here, our raw BB boy, involves a full bloom sex. But before they get started, the top takes a toilet brush 
and jams it in the Satanist's asshole uh, completely, by the way. And those are hard bristles. The goal is to scratch his intestines up real good, get him bleeding so he can be reinfected with HIV. Kind of like a uh, uh, an AIDS booster shot, uh, if you will. So here's a little bit from that. Oh, the audio for, for that video is, is not so great. But he scratches his innards all the time with toothbrushes. So I've got an example here. I don't think we played this one. Guess what? Gonna take a toothbrush to my ass. Stick it in me. Oh, this is just a toothbrush. But stick it in there. Get it in me. I want you to cut all the insides of me up. Uh, You know, same premise. So I can get HIV. Same idea. Hell yeah, stick it in that fucking hole. God damn it. God damn, stick in that hole. We may have played this video uh, last time. Uh, fuck yeah. Push it in deeper. I seem to remember a sonic hair going inside of an anus. Or harder. I feel like, you know, he should have went with a cheaper toothbrush. Mother I mean, fucking God. And, you know, if you're going to fuck yourself with a sonic hair toothbrush, turn it on. Mother fucking Vibrate. God. Mother fucking God. God, you motherfucker. Oh, that feels so good. Dig it in there. Yeah, make sure it's getting bloody. I mean, if it's not getting bloody, what's the point of all of this, right? Anyway, uh, just because this is a, a new video, I will play a little bit of the uh, the, the toilet brush. He, he makes noises. I mean, you know, a toilet brush is going inside of his butthole. He'd be insane not to make noises. I mean, honestly, it's like the same type of noise as I'd expect if a guy was getting just fucked by a dick. He has officially taken the entire toilet brush in his ass. Now, the audio isn't great here, but if you listen very closely, you can hear him say it burns. More specifically, he says something about uh, alcohol. I think he dipped the toilet brush in rubbing alcohol or something to clean it. I mean, the audio, again, it's truly atrocious, so I apologize. I am filming this segment. (laughs) Maybe this will pop up on YouTube. I don't look, I'm looking for a video service that will allow uploads like this. Like, it's not porn. I mean, it is porn, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm commenting on porn. That should be allowed. That should be covered under uh, the First Amendment. Come on. I want my rights. I'm suing Google for the right to upload this stuff. All right, uh, let's move on. Just like uh, I am a sucker for satanic sex, uh, E-Fucked really seems to be smitten with the idea of cum haters. Women who, for some reason, have not acquired the taste for jism, unfortunately. It's especially tragic because they've decided to uh, make porn their career. So, yeah, they're going to be around sperm. Anyway, so uh, I've got one clip here from EFUC's newest video, Come Haters 2023C. I guess he's labeling these uh, with letters this year. So this is the third installment of Come Haters. Uh, let's take a listen to one woman trying desperately not to vomit. Now, I have to say, 
I think she's being a bit dramatic here because it's not like she's sucking the dick. You know, she's not deep throating the dick and the, the cum is hitting the back of her throat or something. The guy is just like jerking off over her and uh, the sperm has hit her face. And OK, some of it got in her mouth, but she's not taking the brunt of the load. <laughs> She's like slapping his dick away. Now, unfortunately for her, uh, this is one of those scenes with multiple guys. Bukaki. How the fuck did she sign up for a Bukaki film hating cum? I know the money's good. <laughs> I was hoping to see a little bit of bile at least, but alas, no throw up, unfortunately. Uh, if you want to see more come haters, check out Efuck's new video, of course, efuck.com. Let's move on. I think we're done with porn now. You can all breathe a sigh of relief. Oh, I've got a short uh, CB Walker clip. This will make a great palate cleanser as we move away from the really gross stuff. Uh, this is like a classic CB Walker clip. It just happened recently, though. You know, CB Walker, uh, America's foremost psychic energy reader, is back this time on YouTube after a uh, a long hiatus. Several years, 10 years. I don't know. Anyway, he's doing psychic energy readings again. And uh, the prank calls are beginning. He did what? I said, this is his present for seven years. Oh. Yeah, apparently a woman has called in because uh, her boyfriend or husband is a big fan. And the, and the, and the husband's going to get his chance to talk to C.B. Walker. This is his present for seven years. Oh. To talk to you. So here he go. Oh, okay. And I've been waiting to tell you, you still ugly as fuck, man. Look, let me tell you something here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I don't give a fuck what you like. Okay, I, I got to go. I got to go. Look here. Things were going so good. Things was going so good. Why y'all doing this here? She was nice to me. Then she give you the phone. Then you insult me here. That's not nice. Don't do that. Ten years? And this what you do? Uh-huh. She. Mm. You, my friend. I'm going to put a spell on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see to it that you're going to Guinness Book of World Records for sitting on the most cocks at one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, Mom, no hand, motherfucker. Yeah, I really want to call in and talk to C.B. Walker at some point, but I, I I don't know what his schedule is. It's very erratic. Uh-huh. He's a very uh, angry man as well. Uh, justifiably, I guess. Uh, speaking of angry people, we've got an angry mob forming over Travis Kelsey. Do we, what is the consensus on this guy? Do we like him? Is he an asshole? He seems to be everywhere. Like, I fear he is overexposed, which leads to backlash all the time. He's in tons of commercials. I think he hosted Saturday Night Live. He's dating Taylor Swift. There's that whole thing going on. People are just looking for a like a way to beat him down, to knock him down a few pegs, and uh, they found it in the form of old tweets. Oh yes, old tweets have resurfaced. Those fucking things have taken down many a career. So I've got a, a, some examples here. Now look, this is from like over ten years ago, thirteen years ago. The dude was barely out of high school, right? So of course he's gonna say some dumb, stupid shit <laughs> that I still find funny, actually. 
One of the tweets here is, um, he says, as a man, you have something wrong with you if you're going for girls that weigh more than you. Okay, hot take. Ha, ha, ha. I just caught myself judging every person that walked past me, whether they were ugly, fat, funny looking, sexy. Ha, ha, I'm tripping. I don't know. I find something endearing about these tweets. Maybe because, you know, back then, this is what Twitter was about. Writing stupid, little, funny, kind of offensive things. We didn't think we were going to get canceled for them 10 years later. Kevin, uh, Travis, I'm sorry, wrote, uh, was replying to a tweet in this next one. Uh, they slow as hell because their parents have been talking to them like they were retarded since they were babies. Not sure what that's in reference to, but he used the R word. So people are out with pitchforks. Uh, he also tweeted, um, ha ha. <laughs> I love that all of his tweets start off laughing. See, he's in a good mood. He's having fun just tweeting. Ha ha. <laughs> when fat people fall, <laughs> it's like slow motion entertainment because they never just fall. They always tumble and gradually hit the deck. Hashtag comedy. Well, if, Travis, if you're listening to the podcast, I've got some great news for you. There are still people who think this is funny. They're called Distorted View Daily listeners. Is the domain fat people falling or fat people falling slowly available? Because I think that kind of encapsulates what Distorted View Daily is all about. It's not like on the nose. It's not literally about fat people falling down. But, you know, it's the the spirit of it, <laughs> the spirit of the show. It's ethos, to use a word I barely know and is probably wrong in this context. Uh, two more short uh, tweets from Travis. Damn, the Clippers girls gotta be the shitty girls that don't make the Lakers girls team, cause they all ugly. <laughs> and finally, Travis says, I gotta get out of here. Uh, it's too weak. I'm getting attacked by ugly girls. And that was posted on February 26th of 2010. If you're a celebrity, you just need to constantly delete your tweets every year or two. The culture moves fast. New things are always being deemed offensive. You don't want to be caught in the crosshairs. Thank you. Tim Henson, public relations expert. Switching gears just a little bit here, and by a little bit, I mean completely. I don't know if this makes me a narcissist or just insane, but um, I take it as a personal attack. When I'm like at the grocery store and it's uh, pretty empty, there's not a lot of people there. I like to go grocery shopping on off times, usually four in the morning. Anyway, uh, so I'll be like, uh, it'll be completely empty, right? No one in the aisles, except for the one aisle I'm going down. There's someone blocking whatever the fuck it is I need to look at, right? So let's say I'm going in, then the frozen food aisle, I want to look at the new Ben and Jerry flavors, which happens more often than I'd like to admit. Not only will the entire store be empty, except for one person in the ice cream aisle, they will be standing blocking the goddamn door uh, to the, the specifically the Ben and Jerry section. Why is that? People, why? I, I feel like I'm being gang stalked. <laughs> I'm going to turn into one of those crazy YouTubers. Also, sometimes I'm, I, may, I may have talked about this before, but I'll be, uh, you know, driving somewhere to a store, probably to look for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. If you ever wondered what I do the rest of the day when I'm not recording the show, it's basically going to buy ice cream. Anyway, I will, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pull into the parking lot. And uh, I'll see, I'll, I'll, like, I'll miss a spot that's close to the store, right? And I'm kind of, like, driving, looking for a spot. I miss one close to the store, but that's okay. You know, I can walk. I need to lose weight, <laughs> lose lose some of those ice cream pounds. 
So I park um, further down in the uh, in the aisle, the parking aisle, right, where there are like no cars. And just as I'm getting out of my car, another car will come and park right next to me. And it's like, why aren't you taking the spot that's close to the store? Why aren't you taking any any of the other spots that are open? Why do you have to park right fucking next to me? I just want to be left alone. I'm like Tamir. I don't want anything. I just want to be left alone. <laughs> like I'm freaking out because someone parked next to me. But, you know, it's annoying. The woman in this next clip has the right idea, in my opinion. She is inside the grocery store shopping. I command you, in Jesus Christ, men, get off this aisle. There you go. Just start bitching people out in the name of our Lord. By the power vested in me, by the Holy Spirit, I say, get the fuck out of my way. Amen. Get really? Off. Get off. Back off. You need to In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Yeah, she's a religious nut, and we're seeing more and more of this. Remember the woman at Target who was screaming at a um, Halloween display? Get off, Niall! Oh. I'm buying something She really just wants that entire aisle to herself. The only thing I can really make out in the aisle is a display for Neko wafers, which I don't think anyone's been particularly passionate about for like 50 or 60 years. I mean, you get Neko wafers in your Halloween treat bag and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? If I wanted to eat chalk, I'd steal some from my teacher. Stay off this aisle until I can buy something. Have respect for Jesus Christ's sake. You don't own the aisle, you know. She's a big fat bitch. She's in the vitamin section. I think that's what that sign says. I don't know why there's a display of Neko wafers in the health food section. She's got to be looking for something, like, embarrassing, right? Like lube or, or something. She doesn't want anyone around her. I don't understand what is happening. She doesn't want anybody on the aisle until she can get what she wants and leave the aisle. So she's rebuking everyone that enters the aisle. Yeah, perfectly normal behavior. This is what it's like when Christians shop for KY warming gel. Uh, real quick, before we get into the news today, I got to mention something that was posted in the Discord by a uh, listener. You know I'm right. Uh, he says this was actually posted by Mead in his Discord. Mead, by the way, got one of my TikTok videos taken down, which I don't really care. It was posted over a year ago. It was that video. It was from the show. Uh, and I was I was commenting on his video that is publicly available, by the way. Anyone can watch it where he discusses um, the fact that he believes he has a woman living inside of him. And the video was removed for privacy, personal data and personally identifiable information. But that's what me craves. He wants to be famous. He wants to be known. He wants his information out there. What the fuck? I'm helping Mead achieve a new level of celebrity here. I mean, it's not in the way he wants. As a wise poet once said, we don't always get what we want, but sometimes we get what we need. And I give Mead what he needs. All right, so in Mead's Discord, he posted a uh, police arrest video, and uh, he took the side of the, the woman who was getting arrested. He says this woman did absolutely nothing wrong. 
Let me play just a little bit here and we'll see if uh, we agree with Mead's assessment. So the deal is police were called in to remove a woman who was causing a disturbance at a restaurant. How are you? Hey, the manager of this establishment is asked you to leave the business. Now you need to turn and walk out the door. Okay, if she doesn't immediately leave, then she's in the wrong. How can Mead possibly say she's in the right here? You know, the business owner doesn't want you there for whatever reason. You have to leave. Love. The manager of this business is an idiot. That may be, but you gotta go right now. Turn around and start walking there. Yeah, the manager's a moron, so I'm gonna stay and enjoy the food. I'm going to support this place. I wanna go to jail. Walk out. Go ahead. Go on, walk. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Come on, man. Come on, just turn around and walk out. I know. Go ahead and walk out. Come on. Come on, start walking. For what reason? He's pretty much telling the cops to fuck off. Like, I'm not leaving. Manager's up. I'm going to take You're under arrest. Put your hands behind your back. You're under arrest. Hands behind your back. Stop resisting. Do you really think Doreen can help you right now? Doreen is pretending not to hear you. Look, Doreen came for the Cobb salad, not all the drama. So Doreen is uh, staying put. Meanwhile, our girl here is being escorted and she continues to exhibit uh, belligerent behavior. Get your fucking hands. I don't do requests. Get your fucking hands off me. That's a hallmark of every great arrest featured on DV. It's, uh, you know, the person being arrested trying to call the shots. See how trying to deal with a friend? She's being arrested. You have to stay over here with me. Holy shit, is that Doreen? Doreen, honey, you're late to the party. Why? Well, we told her to leave. She was trespassed by management, and then she attempted to push through the police officer and myself, so now she's being placed under arrest. Hey, uh, as this progresses, we find out that uh, Doreen is also a cunt. Doreen, look at this asshole! Twisting my arm! Hey guys, come on. Ma'am, you gotta stay here. Ma'am. Ma'am. No, don't tell me what to do. I'm telling you what to do. Don't walk over here. Look how tiny Nathan's talk. Look what he's doing to me! Believe it or not, it even gets worse. I think this woman and Doreen were hosting some sort of lady brunch because out from the bushes comes more women. Are you kidding me? Why? Would you mind pulling her phone? I'm not hurting her. Her pulling on these cuffs is what's hurting her. Yeah, okay. Well, this is getting a little ridiculous. I agree. If she were to turn and left the business, we wouldn't be here today. Yeah, but officer, you don't arrest people for that. Come on. It's called trespassing. Yes, we do. Hey, that's not. I'm here for this issue right now. Okay. I'm not worried about it. Get this off me. Get this off me. Yeah, we're customer here. That's ridiculous. Officer. Because I don't have anything to do with our taxpayer money. I said, you see, I'm not this You're not allowed to stand there. You're not standing there. I'm on public property. No, you're not. Everything you say is wrong, you stupid twat. People are most certainly arrested for trespassing. You're on private property. Anything else you want to be corrected on today? This is why we have the problems we've got. We also have a female officer respond. I don't get this. We're in communism. Right here, right now. How does this in any way, shape or form relate to communism? That's just a word that people throw around where the, when they don't like when something's happening that's quasi-political. 
I, well, first of all, I can sort of see why Mead now is on the side of these women. There's accusations of communism, and Mead hates commies. Also, all of these women are white, so obviously they're in the right. What we got? This is this is our dinner. This is what we got. We'll we got criminals them. coming over our southern border, but we're gonna arrest this Six woman. Together. Let's just take a moment and bask in how stupid what this woman said was. This arrest took place in Jupiter, Florida, nowhere near the Texas border. This man who has you in cuffs is not a border patrol agent, nor is he anywhere near the border. It's like, do you really think what you're screeching here sounds intelligent? After she was told to leave by management, so she's being arrested for failure to leave upon trespass and resisting arrest. Can you just, can you let her go? She didn't understand what was going on. She understood. She was given multiple warnings and told to leave. All else has failed, so they're trying the, um, our friend is pretty dumb tactic. She didn't understand the words that were coming out of your mouth. Like, he wasn't using large words. It was pretty much, you need to leave or be arrested. And she chose the latter. I mean, no, I mean, that's no, a, let that's it go, because I can't, I can't oh, wait. And you're going to do this to your you know what? We're gonna post everything on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, You're more than welcome to. Take a picture of us. Oh my gosh! Take a picture of us. I've been taking wow. pictures. Yeah. Is there any way that you could just go ahead and arrest them all? That would be great. Uh, I'm not gonna play the rest of the uh, the video here. I just I I wanted to see where Mead was coming from. Try to understand his point of view, and I I can't. Can someone explain it to me? Is it an answer more complex than he's racist? Because the women said commies and then they started complaining about brown people crossing the border. I guess that instantly gave Mead a honky-tonk boner and he was like, yeah, I agree. These women have good heads on their shoulders. They're patriots just trying to enjoy their meal. Slapplebag watched the video and said, uh, I watched just enough of it to make sure Mead was wrong. By the way, since I'm posting the show late, I thought Mead would have posted his uh, weekly weigh-in, but as of uh, 8 p.m., nada, nothing. That can only mean good things for us, right? I'd love to see a jump of about five pounds. Somehow I'm 290. Oh, no. Uh. And that's after I reduced my dessert intake to only three a day. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe Mead's just running a bit late and I'll have an update for you tomorrow. Right now, though, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up news! Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support the stupidity. And more importantly, get uh, exclusive episodes every week. Typically two times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. This week is no different. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Go to superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, if you sign up through the website, you get a personalized RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps. You can also sign up inside of the Spotify app if you uh, use Spotify to listen to DV. That way you'll get uh, all of the exclusive shows right alongside the free episode. Same deal with Apple Podcasts if you, if you sign up in there. Uh, for more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. This is how I make my living. So if you like DV, please consider uh, supporting the show that way. We also have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line 
uh, where I will play your calls first. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up, do I have any Indian listeners out there? If so, you may know who Salman or Salman Salman Khan is. He's apparently an actor. and He's appearing in the new Tiger movie, Tiger 3 which sounds like a very successful franchise. Uh, He's in the new Tiger movie. Uh, Yes, viewers were in for a rude shock, though, after a group of moviegoers burst into the cinema and blew off fireworks. I guess the movie was released during uh, Diwali. The film marks Salman's first outing as the YRF spy Tiger. Okay, cool. So it was like an action film. So uh, the theater was full and erupted in celebration as Salman made an appearance on the big screen. However, the celebration soon turned into a nightmare after a group of fans set off fireworks during the screening. In a video that is going viral, it seemed like fans set off rockets in the packed room. Several fans were seen running out of the theater, hoping to exit uninjured. Yeah, Uh, it is said that this wasn't a solo incident, though. Apparently... This is becoming a trend, setting off fireworks in the theater. Oh, I hope this comes to the United States. You know, the the movie industry as it is, is on shaky grounds, especially like cinemas, like AMC. Like They're not doing that well. These companies are trying to eke out a profit, and uh, that's hard when <laughs> all of your locations are burning down. Apparently, another group of Salman Khan fans also set off fireworks during the screening of Tiger 3, and the video was shared online. Of course, I have the video here. I think you can pretty clearly hear when the fireworks begin. So the you know, everyone's applauding because the dude just appeared on the screen. The whole theater is lighting up. Holy shit! It gets worse though. I've got I've got multiple clips here. I think these are all different theaters. So it starts. I mean, the fireworks are landing on people. <laughs> The last clip I have is from another theater, and it's absolutely crazy. The fireworks are just going up in the seats next to people. What a celebration. I think the guy is screaming there because uh, he just got his eye blown off. Happy Diwali! This isn't the first time that an incident of fireworks being set off in a theater playing a Salman Khan movie has been reported. In 2021, during the release of Antim, The Final Truth, fans burst crackers inside the cinema hall, and it caught Salman's attention. Taking to social media, the superstar condemned the incident and urged fans not to repeat it. They obviously disregarded that message. Uh, Quote, request all my fans not to take firecrackers inside the auditorium as it could prove to be a huge fire hazard. Like, no fucking shit. My request to theater owners is to not allow firecrackers to be taken inside the cinema and security should stop them from doing so. 
I see that tweet did a lot of good. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. This one comes from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Our most fucked up state. And I urge you all to check out the um, uh, chapter artwork just to get an idea of what we're dealing with here. And what we're dealing with is a cab driver, specifically a pedicab driver. For those of you that don't know, pedicabs are those rickety little uh, vehicles, I guess you would call it, with pedals. It's a guy that sits in the front, he pedals like a, on a bike, but in the back, there's like a spot for people to sit down and be carted around. That's a, that's a pedicab. Uh, this guy, who's dressed like the Joker, uh, was a pedicab driver. That in itself, I guess, is not a reason to be arrested, but he uh, was also packing a loaded 9mm handgun, and so now he's facing felony charges. Specifically after uh, allegedly battering a female customer during a Halloween fair dispute. I, you know, I saw this guy's mugshot and then I saw that he attacked a female. I assumed he was an incel. A lot of incels like to associate themselves with Joker. As a matter of fact, um, Marshall Mathers IV calls himself the Black Pilled Joker. One of our uh, very own Utards. Uh, a pedicab driver dressed as the Joker and packing a loaded 9mm handgun is facing felony charges after battering a female customer during a Halloween fair dispute in Orlando. Investigators allege that Brandon Jawan Morris, 30, threw the victim to the ground and then rummaged through her belongings. So he was stealing from her as well. Apparently, the pedicab business is not booming. Uh, well, you know, she, I guess, refused to pay or something. He rummaged through her belongings and removed cash from her wallet. The 2.15 a.m. incident back on November 1st occurred uh, across from Orlando City Hall. Um, it triggered 11 separate 911 calls. Morris and Deborah Smoot, the victim, apparently argued about a $15 charge. When cops arrived on the scene, Smoot was found on the ground crying and yelling as she appeared to have swollen legs, which were reddish. Smoot described her assailant as a black male dressed as the Joker with the word damaged on his forehead, uh, just like Jared Leto wore in the 2016 Suicide, uh, Suicide Squad movie. He had a tattoo that's a damaged across his forehead. Two witnesses gave police statements corroborating Smoot's account of being thrown to the ground and relieved of her money. What a nice way of saying robbed. Uh, Morris was quickly apprehended while still in the area on his pedicab. It was pretty easy to identify, you know. Black Joker, he stands out. Uh, he claimed to not recall any altercation that evening and constantly stated that he did not put his hands on anyone. When Orlando Police Department officers searched Morris, they discovered a Taurus pistol inside an army green crossbody bag on him. The gun was loaded with a magazine and had a round, uh, a round chambered. Wow. Morris was charged with battery, which is a misdemeanor, and two felonies, robbery and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. He was subsequently freed from custody after posting bonds totaling, wow, $10,500. I wonder how many pedicab rides that is. Like, he's going to have to pedal quite a bit to recoup that money. All right, final story we have for you today. Tattoos are a tricky thing. A lot don't look great. Some look cool. You always run the risk of um, ultimately getting a tattoo that will seem out of date or 
lame in a few years. You know, I'm surprised uh, a bunch of uh, freaks over the years got DV tattoos, which I think is really cool. And um, they've all come out really great. The ones, you know, that the freaks have sent me to look at. But that uh, that was a ballsy move, especially when these people got tattoos, you know, early on in DV's run. You don't know how long I'm going to be around, right? I could have pod faded a, a decade ago. It's really the only reason I'm still doing this show, by the way, is for those people with DV tattoos. I don't want them to look stupid. Well, uh, some people, believe it or not, get uh, tattoos with barcodes or QR codes, or in the case of this news story, Spotify codes that can be scanned by the app. This is a real fuckwitted thing to do. These technology companies introduce new features all the time and they take away old features and like there's there's a good chance in a couple years the the spotify scan feature won't even work anymore mary haley has the perfect party trick she says a barcode like tattoo of nearly two dozen fine lines that when scanned with a spotify app prompts a phone to play of all fucking things mambo number five by lou Bega. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Haley, who is 33 and runs a marketing agency in Maine, got the Spotify tattoo in early 2022. When she moonlights as a waitress at a local snowmobiler bar, guests will sometimes ask her what song that tattoo plays. And she often tells them, well, you have to scan it. If they do, they're rewarded with lyrics that include the line, a little bit of Mary all night long. Just how long the tattoo will perform as advertised is a painful subject. Now, it's funny because the article here is is focusing on how long the tattoo will scan, but not because of Spotify possibly removing the feature. No, no. Uh, it's more about sagging skin. <laughs> That's their angle here. Very interesting. A bunch of music fans have joined the Spotify tattoo craze as a conversation starter or a way to commemorate uh, uh, sentimental favorites like wedding first dance songs. While many on social media tout the tats and how well they scan, some people are starting to discover that nothing in life is permanent, even tattoos. Over time, ink fades. As the skin ages, it may warp the lines, you know, preventing the Spotify app from properly scanning it. Haley said her tattoo artist tried to ward off the ravages of time by making the lines thinner than normal. Eventually, they will get fuzzy like regular tattoos, said Haley, who also has eight other tattoos. Dex Hine, an auto mechanic from the Netherlands, got his own Spotify tattoo in 2020 after the pandemic had brought QR codes into fashion. His below-the-knee tattoo plays Pony by Genuine. We don't, we don't need to hear it. We're all familiar with Pony. Uh, it's so corny and cheesy, 37-year-old Hines said. It doesn't matter in the world where you are. If that song starts, everybody immediately lights up and thinks it's funny. But before long, Hines' barcode tattoo sadly stopped working. The tattoo became harder to scan in different light and eventually became too frustrating to attempt in a group setting. The code is now covered with a large dragon, <laughs> joining other tattoos, including a large image of Disney's Haunted Mansion and Mickey Mouse. Okay, and Lightning McQueen from Cars. Wow, this guy just has really poor taste in tattoos. A Spotify spokesperson said, We love seeing listeners wear the audio they love on their sleeves and helping them rep their fandom. Since 2017, we've seen Spotify codes used on everything from bumper stickers to sneakers to, yes, tattoos. 
Veronica Reed, 24, from Nebraska, got a Spotify tattoo. Uh, the code for ACDC's Thunderstruck. Okay. The whole reason I got Thunderstruck was so I always have a drinking game on here, Reed said, referring to a game that involves alternating chugging a drink whenever the lyrics say thunder. Sadly, though, oh, this whole, this whole news story is sad. What happened to poor Veronica? Uh, sadly, her tattoos never scanned. She believes it's because she doesn't have the Spotify logo next to it. For the record, uh, most tattoo artists hate Spotify tattoos. They say it's a challenge because it requires so much precision to work. They are the most stressful tattoos I've ever done, said Natalie Wilkinson. She runs the Black Parade Tattoo Studio in the UK. She advises patrons to find places on the body that are flat such as the knee or inner ankle. She avoids hands, since uh, ink is prone to fade, as well as ribs and stomach. Nowadays, luckily, I guess it's, it's easier to get tattoos removed, so if the Spotify tattoo stops working, you can just get it covered up or removed altogether. I've got some great news, though, for you tattoo freaks. Uh, podcast links also work with Spotify code, so I've generated the, um, the code for Distorted View Daily, I will add it to the show notes or make it the featured image. Use that and get yourself a tattoo. Then take a picture and uh, show me how you're all inked up with DV. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Uh, let's check in with a patron here and then we'll do some regular voicemails. Yes, caller, go right ahead. I finally signed up for the Patreon. Hey, thank you so much. And the side show. So you're getting $12 a month from me now. Nice. What's your, well, you're getting the money out of my car payment money. So I have to work Good. extra. But anyway, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm glad to be here. It's autistic Mexican. I called before on the regular line. You're going to have to step up your voicemail game then. You're, you're a patron member now. I expect a certain level of quality. Uh, I, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, l- listen, um, work on your phone connection, work on your content. You've got a lot of homework from me to work on, but I'm glad to have you as a patron. Hey, Tim, it's a uh, slideshow freak, red velvet asshole. Um, hook up your fucking bidet, you dumb <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, I do agree with you there. I am a dumb son of a bitch. Uh, it seems to be that time of year when everyone calls in telling me to hook up my bidet. You do, Timmy Boo. It's uh, yet another blind cunt here. Um, Hello. It's the 29th of August. And um, regarding Mead's dad, um, I'm not sure of the date. I'm sure one of the freaks in the Discord could help us out there. But I reckon Mead's dad might die on Mead's birthday. Um, I, know, I guess earlier in the year, maybe February or March, I don't know. I'm sure, sure you'll find out somehow. Someone will know. Anyway, uh, yeah, cheers. Have a good one. Uh, thank you. Uh, what the fuck was that? Was your guess literally Thursday? A Thursday. You think Mead's dad is going to die on some Thursday 
sometime early in the year, maybe March, maybe. That's not how a death pool works. You got to give us a, a, an actual date. You can't just ballpark it. It defeat, defeats the purpose. Bad guess. Awful. I'm not putting you down for Thursday. You know what? I will put you down for Thursday. Thursday. Some Thursday. You're not getting a prize pack if you win this, though. What was his name? Yet another blonde cunt or something like that. All right. I have you down for some some Thursday. Some blonde cunt. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it oh god But you're going to Guinness Book of World Records? For sitting on the most cocks at one time. Mm-hmm. Look, Ma, no hand. Motherfucker. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I'll be back tomorrow for a Sideshow exclusive episode. If you're not yet a member, sign up right now so you don't miss a thing. Otherwise, I will see you sometime on Friday to end the week. Until then, bye, everybody. My name is Tim Henson, the new face of genital herpes. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.